Welcome to the podcast, Low Code, High Impact, brought to you by Caspio. I'm your host, Paul Quirk, Vice President of Customer Success at Caspio. Join us for this episode as we speak to Veronica Pavia, Chair of Tech Committee, and Nancy Williams, Tech Committee Member at Cleveland Hiking Club, as they share how they built a fully custom hiking application with Low Code. Welcome, Ronnie and Nancy, and thank you for agreeing to share your Caspio and Low Code journey. So why not kick us off and share with us a little bit about yourselves and your company? Okay, well, I'm, I'm kind of a newbie to the club. I've been with the club for about a year. Ronnie's been around a little longer than I have. So it's actually been a good partnership between the two of us because I bring some outside insight to the club and she's got all the club history in her head. Um, and I come from a, um, a database background. So uh, I did data migration in my working life. And so I'm the one that set up the access database, which we still use in conjunction with with Caspio. And it was sort of that, you know, that that background enabled me to see how much good a database could do for our club. No, it's that's great. And I think obviously we talked beforehand, but it's really around what made you consider low code. I know you were using different platforms and things. What kind of drove (laughs) you to think we need an online database? Um, Chance. Um, you know, quite honestly, we, we, we spent a lot of time casting about for the right solution. And, you know, um, it, it, was, it, was, it was just hard because we, we didn't know what we didn't know. And someone um, suggested we take a look at Caspio, even though she had never, um, she had a database background, but she had never used it and was interested in it. And we looked at it and we went to one of your demos and a couple of us attended your three training sessions. And we realized that that was the solution for us. No, that's and, good to hear, yeah. And neither Ronnie nor I are programmers. Um, I, I neglected to mention my background. Um, I was a business analyst, so I was involved in business processes. So I became more of the user interface person. Ronnie, with her database background, um, did kind of the back end stuff uh, of the, the program. So, you know, our skills kind of meshed pretty well when we started yeah. doing this but neither of us are programmers so no. having a low code was really important because we both have some analytical background that helped us with the structuring but it had to be something we could use pretty easily because neither of us want to learn code at this point <laughs> it's, it's interesting what you're saying that it's um, a lot of our customers use our professional services team um, who are the experts in low code and no code and building applications. I think what's fascinating about kind of where you two are is that you've built it yourself. You built the application yourself without very little support. Um, was that kind of, how did that go? Fabulous. Amazingly well. I think, you know, I, I was very impressed because I've done a lot of training in my professional career. Um, I was very impressed with the training videos. Um, I watched all of them. And, and multiple times, because the first time through, it's like, oh, it can do this. Oh, it can do this. And then as we started working with it, it's like, oh, I remember in that video, they showed us how to do this. I got to go watch that again. So we relied a lot on the videos. And and I was watching the videos. Ronnie was reading the documentation. So kind of between us, we, we, we pieced together a lot of things. And I mean, it was nice for us to have each other to kind of gee, it should be able to do this. And, oh, I remember seeing this. And, and, 
you know, and part of it is, I guess I'm a little stubborn and I, I look at a problem and say, I must be able to solve this. And I keep <laughs> digging and poking at it until I do. So if you've got somebody with that mentality, there's a lot you can do with the low code. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. I was impressed. Uh, every, we had budgeted extra funds in case we needed to pay for some programming mm -hmm. and we didn't need to spend them because, yeah. because we were either able to figure out a solution ourselves or, you know, uh, we would send, a, a, get a support ticket and you guys would come up with a, either tell us how to do it or come up with a workaround that would accomplish the same task. So it, 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 it came together really quickly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's good to hear. And it, um, so you were using kind of um, Google Spreadsheets, MS Access before that. What kind of made you move towards having an online database? Was it something that you were looking to kind of improve upon or was it efficiency savings you were looking for? What was kind of the key driver? Probably efficiency. We're still going to use MS Access because okay. we still need it. But, um, you know, somebody had Excel or Google Docs on, you know, on their computer and somebody else had it on their computer. So we had all this duplication of data everywhere because everybody needed like they needed our member listing for this and for that and they were all doing it on their own pcs and any communication we had to send emails back and forth or files or whatever and they couldn't talk to each other so we weren't able to do the type of uh, in you know data analysis and information that would help us plan better schedules or make sure we're covering all the areas around Cleveland because the information was all discreetly saved on individual computers. So we couldn't, we couldn't do that sort of reporting. So that's what started. I started with this idea about six years ago and, and couldn't figure out a way to make it happen until we tripped, we, till we made it, until the club committed, made a commitment to do something because we were concerned that, you know, if anything happened to me or to somebody else, it was all the information was gone and then we we found caspio and it made it possible okay. and i found nancy <laughs> like a double act it's great that you both yeah, got different and, and skill sets that actually was part of the issue is ronnie was the repository for anything that happened in in a lot of pieces everything with the access database and then we had another individual who had developed quite an extensive Excel spreadsheet and it it did an amazing number of things, mm -hmm. but it was an Excel spreadsheet and it just couldn't handle the volume. And it was it was difficult to find things. You know, we have we schedule 500 hikes a month. And so when they went to record a hike, they had to find which of the 500 hikes they were trying to record. Wow. Um, so there was a lot of error being introduced just human error because it was just so big and it's just no longer manageable right. on the Excel spreadsheet. And, and frankly, it was kind of on crutches because we were asking it to do more than it was really designed to do. And then the idea that, well, you know, we are a volunteer organization and what happens if, if Ronnie decides she doesn't want to do this anymore, or if she moves somewhere else, or, you know, we needed something that could be passed on. Oh, good. So um, just tell everyone a little bit about your application. What does it do? Who are the end users um, and how it works? Well, um, basically, um, the way our club works is we have a group of people who have volunteered to be leaders and they decide where they would like to lead a hike and what sort of hike they want to lead. And they record that hike. 
Um, and that gets all accumulated. We record two months at a time and then um, it gets validated and vetted and manipulated and it ends up with a printed published schedule that, that we put it on our website as well as print it and mail it to our members. Um, and so basically anybody wants to go on a hike, they just look at the schedule and they show up. Um, once the hike is completed, member we track member mileage on the hikes. So the leaders then have to report the mileage that each member acquired on that hike. So it's like a two-pronged process. We schedule them and then we re report on them. And then leaders and members uh, receive little patch awards when they achieve certain mileage milestones or hike-led milestones. And so what the application allows us to do is to make it easy for leaders to schedule hikes and to validate the information. That was what was missing from the previous spreadsheet. They could put anything anywhere they wanted. Yeah. Um, this they way we can validate the information. Any way they wanted to spell a name. Yeah. Right, and, and you know, so we have, we do have code, you know, things have codes and now there's validation um, in place so that they, they uh, there aren't as many errors because we don't allow them to make them. Yeah. Um, that's made it easy. And then from the reporting end, um, as Nancy said, uh, there were a lot of errors. They would put the wrong hike date or something, you know, it, it, this way, all they do is just, you know, they just call up the hike they went on and then start recording the members. So it's really made things just smoother, more efficient, more error-free. Um, it's, I mean, everything you would expect a database to do, it's done. Our it sounds, it sounds like it's efficiency saving is the big driver in all of this. And like, I know you mentioned that before, but I think it's what is over a thousand members that you have as well. So it must make their lives a little bit easier as well to populate the information. Yes. And the other thing that we're able to do is that because it, it was so difficult doing reports from an Excel spreadsheet, we couldn't provide information to our members like we can now. Um, so we do have, we could, we, we, we have a, an, a, a, a data page out there so that they can make their own sort of personalized schedule mm -hmm. by just filters where they select certain heightened characteristics and, and they can make their own schedule. They can also look up the, their uh, accumulated mileage or they can look up their hikes. They could never do that before because it was so difficult getting those reports out of Excel. I didn't do that. Somebody else did that. But it was so difficult that we could only do some of that like twice a year. Now it's at their fingertips. And so I think the members, you know, there's a benefit for the, for the members as well. Yeah. So kind of with you building the application yourself, what challenges did you overcome? Was there anything where you thought, oh, I'm a little bit stuck here now. Do I need to look at the videos again? What, um, is there anything that you came across where you were struggling a little bit? Hmm. Well, I, I know I, I, I struggled because I kept trying to make it do all these tricky little things. <laughs> and and there, there are some spots where you can use code. And, and, and so I know a little bit. So I've been able, to, I would put something in and I couldn't get it to work. And I would, I would copy it and put it in a help ticket. I'd say, this is what I'm trying to do. This is what I've done. I can't make it work. And you know, I, the help desk is, was really helpful in getting us through this because they'd, they'd come back to me, you know, in a matter of a few minutes or a few hours and say, well, you, you left out a comma here. <laughs> as and as and that's that. where yeah. it was, you know, yeah. I, I was doing something simple because it was out of my skill set. I made dumb mistakes and, and they helped me find them. Um, 
and, and really, you know, when I would try to do something that, you know, maybe the low code just couldn't handle the complexity of what I was doing, they would say, well, what if you did it this way? And they would get me thinking on another track. So I, I have nothing but high compliments for, for the help desk and, and the service that they provide. No, that's great to hear, Nancy. And I think it's it's to kind of give comfort to anybody that's thinking about low code that you don't have to be technically minded. It's it's pretty simple once you kind of you dig in and you get working on it. And then there's also our customer success team that I'm responsible for, and also our services and support team that are there to provide 24-7 help as well. If you need it as you go through building your own application, if you don't require our professional services team, because we've always got that as well to support our customers as well. Mm-hmm. But like you guys, a lot of customers um, find it really easy and just move it forward themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think, you know, one of the keys in, in starting out is, <clears throat> is to kind of create a, a sandbox <clears throat> area for yourself to, mm-hmm. to try things out because there were things that we learned going through the process that, oh, I can do this here. I can also do it there, there, and there. So, you know, there was definitely a learning curve. Mm-hmm. But as you get through the learning curve, it was like, oh, and I, I can use that in all different places. Mm-hmm. And I think so, it helped yeah. us because we had a real, you know, I've been thinking about it for six years. So we had a real clear picture of what we wanted to have happen and how we, you know, the tables were already in my head. So the interaction between all the data, I mean, we had a real clear picture of, of how the data was going to interact with each other and what we needed that data to do so that we didn't, we didn't have to waste any time with that part of development. Um, I had been documenting this for like two years. Um, Ronnie had actually documented it to have a programmer look at it. And, you know, me coming in from the outside, I'm saying, there's no way a programmer could have done this because we kept making these little, oh, and yeah. remember this and remember that. There's just no way you can document all the little pieces of things that happen. No. Yeah, and, I yeah, it was awful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, awful. You know, she, Ronnie had pages and pages of documentation, and yet it's just not possible <laughs> to document it all. What we found good with Caspio is that, you know, especially for me being relatively new to the organization, Ronnie could tell me something and say, oh, well, I, I can pull that piece of data in, or I can move that field around on the report so that it makes more sense to the user. And we could do that ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so and that's part, part of the development. We talked a lot to the users and they gave us feedback. They said, oh, you know, it would be really nice if we could. And I'd mm-hmm. say, well, that would be pretty easy to do. I'd, I'd come off of a hike, I'd go home and I'd move a field around on a report for somebody. Yeah. Well, and it was the idea too, that if we needed a field, somebody suggested something, we just threw it in the table, you know, just throw that field in there. To a programmer. Pardon? We didn't have to send it back to a programmer. No, it would have, it would have been a disaster. Um, and I don't know, I mean, we actually miraculously, um, I had, I had asked a friend of mine who was in database if he, you know, I was going to ask him if he would be willing to help us. Yeah. And he said he would never take on a task this big in retirement. So I didn't ask him, um, uh, you know, he just said he would never do it. He thought I was crazy. And, um, really we purchased Caspio in December of 20, yeah. 21 yeah. in mid December. And by March 1st, we were live. That's amazing. That's how quick. Yeah, that's how quick we were able to turn it around. 
Do you now, get Ronnie and I worked pretty hard to make that happen. We did. We worked really hard to make that happen. But still, you know, it was this possible. wasn't a lifetime commitment like my friend thought. He thought we would be working on this forever. And because Caspia was so robust and we had it, we had its structure figured out ahead of time. It was just a matter of implementing it. Yeah. Do you get feedback from the end users about improvements that you could make to it that you put in, kind of in the pipe to consider making those changes? Or what, what is the feedback from the end users? They love it. Yeah, it was interesting because oh, mm-hmm. we're a pretty old organization. What, 109 years, is it, Ronnie? Not uh, 109, but 102, I think. Yeah, 102. Um, so, you know, there's a little bit of a resistance to change I at first. But I think if we took it away from them right now, we'd have a rebellion on our hands. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there were many people who not only were unhappy about it, but really kind of tried to stonewall it and thwart it because they didn't, you know, they didn't think it was the right thing to do. You and know, now they're like singing our praises. So right. Yeah. I, you know, I've heard from people. Yeah. I've heard from people that, you know, they, they never want to go back. No, that's really good to hear. So kind of really is that if people are considering Caspio and low code, what advice would you give them? I think know your structure up front, know what you want to accomplish up front. You may change your approach as you go through it, but it's really important to, to have some sort of structure to kind of map out the flow of what you want to happen, or at least for your main processes, because that's kind of where we are. We, we tackled our, our two biggest processes, and, and we got them mapped out. Well, you know, Ronnie had done a lot of the, the legwork in her documentation, so that when we went in, we knew what we were trying to accomplish. Yeah, we knew how that we, you know, we knew what our tables needed. And certainly we've added fields as people have made suggestions or um, we realized maybe we needed a field to facilitate something else we wanted to do. Um, but, um, you know, it, the, I would say the overall structure and design was pretty well set before we started. But I thought it was a, you know, it, it was not, of course I had Nancy. Nancy did a lot of the heavy lifting and she did, you know, I did the background stuff. Nancy's the one that built a lot of the data pages and made them work. So for me, you know, I can say it was easy, but maybe not for Nancy. <laughs> well, and, and kind of, the, it's really nice that Ronnie and I had each other to work yes. with because she had the database skills. I had the user interface skills. So if you've got some people you can pair together that, that collaborate well, um, you, you, know, you can divvy up the work you know, to the people who have those skill sets. Yeah, I wouldn't have been able to do it without Nancy. Yeah. I, I think you're a great <laughs> double act. You've got different skill sets and look what you've produced is something quite extraordinary, really. Yeah, so- we're happy with it. We also had a very good team behind us um, that helped us with, we did a parallel of, of a couple of months of data so that we could match up our numbers to make sure we were, we were producing good reports. So we had, we had some help with that as well. We had okay. some help with training the users. Um, so it was really a matter of we had the right people at the right time with the right application in Caspio that, you know, it was, a, it was an amazing implementation. We're, we're pretty proud of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
That's great for the feedback. I really appreciate it. And kind of the last question for me is, how do you see your application changing over time? Do you think there's going to be many changes? Do you think it's, um, you might need more support? But it sounds like you two now have become technical experts in this. So I think you, you're good to move forward on your own. <laughs> I, you know, there's, there are some things that the club is thinking of trying that, that we will probably have to figure out how to work in. Yeah. It's, there are things that the club hasn't thought of before. And there are, I think, some... Um, there's some things that are still being done in access that we would like to get them over to Caspio if we can. Yeah. I don't think we'll ever be able to eliminate the, the, the access database totally because there's a lot of other processes that the club does and reporting that I do that, that comes from someplace else. Yeah, they're but, very unique. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, but I don't see any major changes. Do you, Nancy? I see. No, I, I see that I we see can we can make some improvements. I have a couple people who've been bugging me about, oh, you know, you got to get some QR codes so we don't even have to type names, just scan them and <laughs> that kind of thing. But I think, you know, with what Ronnie said, we have some things that we're currently doing outside of Caspio that I think we have some opportunities to move in. They're, mm -hmm. they're not any of our core processes, but it, you know, I think that we can move them many of them into Caspio. We just have to have the time to do it. I understand. Well, Ronnie and Nancy, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for being a Caspio customer and for sharing your um, Caspio and Loco journey. We really appreciate it. Um, and hopefully talk with you both very soon. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you, Paul. Thank you. Bye-bye. To get more information about our Locode platform, please visit caspio.com and visit our YouTube channel to learn more. Bye for now.